Aloha and good morning. It's Bear Wozniak coming to you from Waikiki Beach. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, if you haven't been to our website lately, get ready to have your mind blown. We've just totally set up the coolest site. Uh, if you go to deepadventure.com, you'll find the, the, uh, the School of Manliness and Bear's Man Caves. And then you'll also find uh, the Mama Bear's non-Facebook community. So place for everyone, something for the men and something for the women. Aloha, Jennifer. Aloha, Jane. Tell everybody where you're from and what the temperature is today. I always like to hear that or anything else you'd like to share with us. We're reading from the Catholic Catechism. Uh, and we're reading about the Holy Spirit and his, uh, and his uh, uh, interaction with Mary. The Holy Spirit proposed, uh, excuse me, the Holy Spirit prepared Mary by his grace. It was fitting that the mother of him in whom the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily should herself be full of grace. This is uh, uh, the words uh, similar to used by St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, it was fitting that she be full of grace. And that's why we say she was born without sin. The angel said, Hail Mary, full of grace. She was by sheer grace conceived without sin as the most humble of creatures, the most capable of welcoming the inexpressible gift of the Almighty. It was quite correct for the angel Gabriel to greet her as the daughter of Zion. Rejoice! He said, it is the thanksgiving of the whole people of God and thus of the church, which Mary in her song, her poem, her canticle, uh, uh, pray back to the Lord. Her canticle lifts up to the Father in the Holy Spirit while carrying within her the eternal Son. Can you imagine? In Mary, this precious woman who I know I have to say, I know her more as the one that I, I go into battle with. When I need to pray, when I need to uh, intercede in prayer, I know that I pick up my rosary. It's, it's, my, it's my weapon. When you walk into my house, the first thing you see hanging on the wall is my ninja black belt. And hanging over that ninja black belt is my rosary. I don't want anyone to think coming into my home uninvited that they're going to find a victim there. There's going to, they're going to find a warrior. And that's what we all are in Christ. We're warriors for Jesus. And how do we fight? Uh, mostly, we're going to fight in prayer because the battle starts there. And that's why I love my, the mama bears, my mama bears who follow me because it's, this ministry runs on their prayers. <clears throat> in Mary, the Holy Spirit fulfills the plan of the Father's loving goodness through the Holy Spirit, the Virgin conceives and gives birth to the Son of God. By the Holy Spirit's power and her faith, her virginity becomes uniquely fruitful. Having a little coffee. Using my national championship Baylor Bears um, cup, they won the national basketball championship last year. And the women the Mama Bears of Baylor, they're called the Baylor Bears. The women have won two titles in the last 10 years, national titles. So again, once again, affirming the Mama Bears. But tell us where you are and tell us what the temperature is or tell us what the Lord's put on your, on your heart. 
In Mary, the Holy Spirit manifests the Son of the Father, now become the Son of the Virgin. She is the burning bush of the definitive theophany. She is the Theotokos. She is the God-bearer. Filled with the Holy Spirit, she makes the Word, that's with a capital W, visible in the humility of his flesh. Remember, when Jesus was conceived, um, she received her DNA from Mary. And then the miracle of the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit, she makes the Word, that's the W, the capital W, that means Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, visible in the humility of his flesh. It is to the poor and the first representatives of the Gentiles that she makes him known. Remember when he's born, she, it's the shepherds that come and the, the poor shepherds. And if you've ever been to Jerusalem, you'll see the shepherds are poor. They live, um, you know, on the side of the hills there on the other, usually outside of Jerusalem, on the other side of Bethlehem and over in that area. And well, everywhere really. And a lot of times they'll have their Bedouin uh, tents or they will actually use like a, a tin have tin tin houses um, but but they are poor and then she also greeted the Gentiles who is that the three wise men <clears throat> finally through Mary the Holy Spirit begins to bring men the object of God's merciful love now this is beautiful I'm a Benedictine oblate which means I live in the I live in the real world I'm married and have children and work but I live a Benedictine lifestyle I'm I'm a I'm an oblate of the, uh, of the Benedictine Monastery here in Hawaii. And the Benedictine Monastery, the name here is Mary, Spouse of the Holy Spirit Monastery. Isn't that a beautiful name? So she is the Spouse of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came upon her and she conceived a child. Finally, through Mary, the Holy Spirit brings, begins to bring men the object of God's merciful love into communion with Christ. And the humble are always the first to accept him. The shepherds, these beautiful pages are so thin. They're thin so I can carry this book anywhere. This is probably my most used book I've ever had. I had a Bible that I had worn out. That one probably was more used than this. One of my earlier Bibles I just used and used and used. But it's just such a beautiful gift from Father Mark Goring. Uh, the Magi, Simeon and Anna, the bride and the groom at Cana and the first disciples. At the end of this mission of, this, of the Holy Spirit, Mary became the woman, the new Eve. That's why when Jesus spoke to his mother in public, he called her woman. It wasn't to say that he didn't want, he didn't love her as his mom, but to call her woman was a a, uh, a pronouncement that she's the new Eve. And people don't understand this. Uh, a lot of our Protestant brothers and sisters, unfortunately, are so afraid of Mary. They're Mary-phobic. <laughs> that they don't see uh, the simple beauty of Mary in the scriptures. And here, when he calls her woman, he's not putting her down. He's speaking to her as the new Eve. And that's why the people said, blessed is the womb who, 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 uh, who, who brought you forth. He said, rather, 
blessed is the one who hears God's voice and obeys it. Isn't that what his mother did? Isn't that what the new Eve did? She heard God's voice and she humbly said yes. At the end of this mission of the Spirit, Mary became the woman, the new Eve, the mother of the living, the mother of the whole Christ. Now, if this is where our Protestant brothers and sisters have to, oh, just, just ease up just a little bit and receive a blessing. Because are we part of the body of Christ or are we not? So are Catholics and Protestants one? Yes, we are, because there aren't two bodies of Christ. There's just the body of Christ. And if so, was Christ was was the body of Christ, was it or was it not formed in the womb and in the heart of Mary? And so then aren't you as a Christian also being part of the body of Christ, being formed in the in the womb and in the heart of Mary? Let Mary pray for you. Let Mary send uh, blessings. Let Mary send the new wine for you, the new wine of her son as she did in Cana. Don't be afraid of Mary. Jesus isn't going to be upset that you love his mom. I never would be upset if you... Uh, people adored my mom. They they duliaed her. That's the correct, that's the correct word. Uh, we dulia are people that we adore and we love here on earth and, and even when they uh, go to heaven uh, but we hyper Julia Mary she's a special special place in our hearts at the end of this mission of this Holy Spirit Mary became the woman the new Eve the mother of the living the mother of the whole Christ as such she was present with the twelve who with one accord devoted themselves to prayer remember when the Holy Spirit fell don't you think she was the main intercessor there because she knew she was the spouse of the Holy Spirit. Of course, it is through her that the Holy Spirit would uh, come. She was there at the, when the Holy Spirit fell. And so even now, when you ask for special graces, ask for Mary to uh, send those, to pray, to send those special graces to you. She was there where with one accord, they devoted themselves to prayer. At the dawn of the end of time, which the Spirit was to inaugurate on the morning of Pentecost, the manifestation of the church. The church, the church, the church, the church. Jesus spoke of the kingdom and what did he live behind? The church. Who is the church's prime minister? Who is the prime minister of this kingdom? It's Peter. Remember uh, in the Old Testament, and it was common in those days for a king to appoint a prime minister and when he did, what did he give him? He gave him binding and loosing authority, uh, which was uh, which was um, sealed with wax when they would make a law. Uh, and we are sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. And he gave them the keys of the kingdom. This is Peter, the kingdom is the church. Peter being uh, the, the first prime minister among us. Jesus was a builder. You know, he was a technon. He doesn't say he was a carpenter. He was a builder. And if you've been to Israel, you know they, there's only one house there built with wood, and that's the prime minister's house. Everything else there is built with rock. Um, and so uh, uh, the interesting analogy there that um, the prime minister of the kingdom, Peter, this he built, he, Jesus said his faith, upon this rock he will build his church. And yet Peter 
had some wood there too. Some wood, we, we all have that imperfection, right? It needs to be in time to be burnt away, but you can't burn down a rock house. And that's what uh, the gates of hell try to attack us, try to attack us, but you can't burn down a rock house. And so with Jesus, uh, he built, the only thing we know that he built, we never know that he built a table or a chair or a house. We don't know anything that he built except for one thing. What is that one thing that we know Jesus built? Can you answer me that? What is the one thing in the Bible we know Jesus built? I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus didn't just say, okay, I've done my work. I'm leaving you guys all behind with no structure and no authority. Uh, just do as you will. No, he built the church and he built it with beautiful architectural drawings. And, uh, and he, he put in place um, bishops to replace, he put in place the apostles. And then the bishops were appointed by the apostles to, to be and let another take his place as they themselves said. And then there were the presbyters, the priests. Early in the day, uh, the priests were not called uh, priests because the church didn't want them to be confused with the, the Jewish temple priests who continued to offer blood sacrifice until 70 when everything was destroyed. Um, uh, and so they were called presbyters, but they, those are the priests of today. So we had the deacons. My dad was an ordained deacon of the Catholic Church. So, and even uh, deaconesses back in those days. So at the end of his mission of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, Mary became the woman, the new Eve, the mother of the living, the mother of the whole Christ. As such, she was present with the 12, who with one accord devoted themselves in prayer. And by the way, when we say with one accord, that's why we pray that's why we pray together the liturgy of the hours people here's the liturgy of the hours here's book here's volume four of the liturgy of the hours i'll be switching it over to the advent uh liturgy of the hours but this is this is uh this is um the liturgy of the hour and what is it it's just full of scripture some writings from the from the saints and the early church fathers but it's a way of praying back to god the scriptures and if you pray through the Liturgy of the Hours and, and, and the readings of the Mass for three years, you go through the whole Bible. So it's interesting how so many Protestant brothers and sisters, they don't know that we love the Bible. It's We have more scripture read at Mass uh, every day than will be read um, in a Baptist church over a period of a couple of months. <laughs> because the whole Mass is scripture, and then we have our special uh, first half of the Mass is all the, the liturgy of the word, reading the word. So it's okay to it's okay for Catholics and Protestants to love each other. We just need to understand each other um, and be united in that bond of peace. So um, tomorrow, let's see. Oh, I wanted to say one more. Th I think I skipped something here. Well, I will have to see what I did. Well, I was just going to wrap it up anyway. I'll find my pla I'll, I'll find my my spot tomorrow where I left off. But we love you guys. There it is. Okay. Finally, okay. Yeah, we'll leave there. So, finally through Mary, the Holy Spirit begins to bring men, the object of God's merciful love, into communion with Christ. And the humble are always the first to accept him. The shepherds, the magi, Simeon and Anna, the bride and the groom at Cana, and the first disciples.
Amen. Have a beautiful week, and we ask you to pray for us. Um, our season three of Long Ride Home, of course, is airing on EWTN Network and the Armed Forces Network. But I believe within another few days, it'll be season three will be up along with season one and two, which is already up on Prime Video. So you can power watch the whole series. Makainoa, Okamakua, Kekeki, Ameke Uhana Hemalele. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Aloha.